back to Music Therapy and Beyond. I'm Maggie, and I'm your host again today. In this learning segment, we will be talking about two differing approaches in music therapy, neurologic music therapy and Nordoff and Robbins music therapy. This episode is geared towards the music therapist and will include a variety of music therapy terminology. However, if you are not a music therapist and you are listening, I encourage you to stick around and I will do my best to make this information as accessible as possible for the non-music therapist. Today, I will be comparing and contrasting neurologic music therapy and Nordoff and Robbins music therapy in the small but ever-growing field of music therapists most everyone recognizes these names and also recognizes the small but maybe not so subtle differences between the two are these two approaches really as contrasting as we think what makes them so different and why have they become so polarized these are just a few of the questions that came to mind when i chose this topic Another reason I chose to compare the two approaches is because I have experienced both of them firsthand. In my undergraduate studies, we focused on humanistic, person-centered, and music-centered approaches, which aligns more with Nordoff and Robbins. However, this past fall, I became certified in neurologic music therapy and have been implementing that into my sessions as well. So, where to begin? Let's start at the beginning, because it is, of course, a very good place to start. approaches in music therapy come into existence? Let's start with the older of the two, Nordoff and Robbins. Nordoff and Robbins' approach in music therapy was developed by none other than Dr. Paul Nordoff and Dr. Clive Robbins. Dr. Nordoff was a graduate of the Philadelphia Conservatory of Music and the Juilliard Graduate School and Dr. Robbins was a special education teacher looking for a new way of teaching and engaging his students. The combination of their skills and passion for people and music created the perfect blend. They quickly realized the power of improvisational music making and decided to dedicate the rest of their lives to research and clinical practice which eventually led to the development of the Nordoff and Robbins approach in music therapy. They met in 1958, which was not too soon after the American Music Therapy Association officially developed in 1950. 
music therapy was a relatively new field, which meant that there wasn't much research on the subject. Doctors Nordoff and Robbins were the first people to conduct a research study on music therapy and children with autism. They conducted many more research projects, published articles and books, lectures and workshops, which all led to the development of the Nordoff and Robbins Center for Music Therapy at NYU. They also have centers in Austria, England, Germany, Japan, Scotland, and South Korea. Now that you know who doctors Nordoff and Robbins are, I can get to the heart of their approach. I briefly mentioned that they understood the power that improvisational music making can have on an individual, but how did they harness that into an approach? According to the Nordoff Robbins Center for Music Therapy, the Nordoff Robbins approach to music therapy is based on the belief that everyone possesses a sensitivity to music that can be utilized for personal growth and development. In this form of treatment, clients take an active role in creating music together with their therapists. At Nordoff Robbins, we make music with people, not for them. Our approach is based on techniques that allow even the most disabled clients to become active and successful participants. Through this interaction, therapists support and enhance the client's expressive skills and their ability to relate to others. One of their main goals is to reach a developmental potential of each individual through music. Music becomes another form of communication for them. The music itself and the environment opens up and can access a part of the person that nothing else can. This is the heart of what Nordoff Robbins music therapy is. Music in this instance is the therapy. Because of this, they also believe in the quality of the music being provided. Nordoff and Robbins trained music therapists are often very proficient on the piano, since this was the main instrument used by Dr. Nordoff. They also use guitar and percussion instruments, but piano is the main instrument in use during the session. Now that you have a better idea of what Nordoff and Robbins music therapy looks like, let's talk about neurologic music therapy or NMT for short. This approach in music therapy was developed by Dr. Michael Taut and was first introduced in a training session in 1999. Dr. Taut has had a lot of education. I mean, a lot. <laughs> According to the Academy of Neurologic Music Therapy, he received his PhD in music with a cognate minor in movement science in 1983 and his master's in music in 1980, both from Michigan State University. 
He also studied at the Mozarteum Music University in Salzburg, Austria. He holds a German diploma degree in psychology and education. At Colorado State University, he was professor of music from 1986 to 2015 and director of the School of Arts from 2001 to 2010. He received a joint appointment as professor of neuroscience in 1998. He has been the director of the Center for Biomedical Research in Music since 1994. Since 2016, he is professor of music with cross appointments in neuroscience and rehabilitation sciences at the University of Toronto where he directs the Music and Health Research Collaboratory and the Master's or PhD programs in Music and Health Sciences. He has been a visiting professor in medical and music schools around the world, like Germany, Italy, the U.S., and Japan. And from 2010 to 2012, he was chancellor of the SRH University System in Germany. Pretty impressive, right? According to the Music Therapy Handbook, Dr. Michael Tout and his wife, Corinne Hurt Tout, have dedicated their lives to research and advocating for this new and emerging field of music therapy and have had a worldwide following and appreciation. So, what does NMT look like? The Academy of Neurologic Music Therapy describes it as a research-guided clinical model that is driven by advances in neuroscience and the understanding of the perception, production, and performance of music and how music can influence and change non-musical brain and behavior function. NMT is, you guessed it, all about the brain and its response to music. Dr. Tout developed 20 NMT-specific techniques that are the therapeutic application of music to cognitive, sensory, and motor dysfunctions due to neurologic disease of the human nervous system. These techniques are all developed using the transformational design model. If you are like me and didn't know much about the design model, let me explain. With any model of music therapy, first we start with an assessment. The TDM, for short, uses standardized pre- and post-non-musical assessments. This assessment is solely based on the non-musical functions of the individual. So the music therapist can be clinically informed to develop appropriate goals and objectives that focus on neurorehabilitation, development, and adaptation. Then, here comes the transformation part. The music therapist will take a non-musical exercise or stimulus 
and turn it into a musical exercise or stimulus by using therapeutic, scientific, and musical logic. Then, of course, reassessment and hopefully transformation or generalization of these new skills to everyday life. If you have a moment to look at the show notes, you can see that I have included the layout of the transformational design model and a picture of how music can interact with every part of our neurological system. And those are both taken from the Academy of Neurologic Music Therapy's website. There is definitely a lot to unpack within NMT, and I could go on for another hour or more talking about research and the difference between the techniques, but I will save that for another time. I would like to encourage you to do your own research if either Nordoff and Robbins or Neurologic Music Therapy approaches pique your interest, because there is only so much I can say about these well-established approaches in one sitting. Let's take a brief break, and when we come back, we will look at similarities and differences between the two approaches. taken a small break to absorb all of that previous material, let's talk about the differences between these two approaches. Luckily, some fellow music therapists at the Music Therapy Center of California created a blog post about this specific topic and laid it out beautifully. Please check out our show notes for a link to that post and their side-by-side comparison visual of these two approaches. So they have this laid out in two columns. On the left is Nordoff and Robbins Music Therapy, and on the right is Neurologic Music Therapy. And they go through the definition of both, the founders, who they were created for, and defining traits of both approaches. So I'm going to briefly go through these two columns because I think it lays it out pretty well. So they define Nordoff Robbins music therapy as an improvisational approach to music therapy that fundamentally believes that everyone has the potential to achieve personal and developmental growth through active engagement with music, using the music to communicate and express. 
they have the definition for neurologic music therapy as an evidence and research-based approach to music therapy that considers the neuroscience of music's effect on the brain and builds treatment approaches around directly impacting cognitive, sensory, and motor functions of the brain. For founders of Nordoff and Robbins, of course, it is the American composer and music therapist Paul Nordoff and the British music therapist, Clive Robbins. The founder of neurologic music therapy is the German neuroscientist, Michael Taut. Nordoff and Robbins music therapy was created for, but not limited to, children with psychological, physical, or developmental disabilities. Neurologic music therapy was created for, but not limited to, Neurological diseases affecting cognition, movement, and communication. They describe the defining traits of Nordoff and Robbins music therapy as heavily focused on improvisation, the music acts as nonverbal dialogue, and the music should mimic the client behaviorally and auditorily. And defining traits of neurologic music therapy are NMT utilizes 20 different techniques that target different areas. Active engagement with music promotes neuroplasticity. And music activates cognitive, motor, and speech centers in the brain through accessing shared neural systems. In comparison, both approaches focus on high-quality music and access all dimensions of music, including meter, rhythm, melody, harmony, dynamics, pitch, and timbre. All clients become active and successfully engage in therapy. They both work with a wide variety of client populations, including children and adults with developmental disabilities, psychiatric and other mental health needs, as well as geriatric populations. They both use a wide variety of instruments from piano and guitar to orf and percussion instruments. They're both focused on aesthetic and science. However, in different ways in which we will look at further in a moment. Both are heavily focused on accurate and detailed documentation to access progress. They highlight music as the unique factor as the avenue or catalyst of change. And both also take great care and intention in how they set up the environment for their therapy sessions. And of course, there are likely many more areas of comparison, but these are just a few of what stuck out to me. Now we move on to what makes these two approaches so different. Their foundation and techniques are a little bit different. While both approaches developed from initial observations of music as the catalyst for change, 
Nordoff and Robbins addressed more observational measures with behavior to inform their approach. Whereas NMT took more of a basic or raw scientific approach to look at the mechanisms behind the behavior and not just the behavior itself. Another area of difference is documentation. Nordoff and Robbins' approach is scientifically analyzed with video recordings after each session. Broadly speaking, they initially focused on the question, how are the therapist and client engaged in music making? Initial research of their holistic case studies asked the question, how does increased musical engagement lead to overall improvement of the child or individual's life? And this approach focused heavily on the holistic nature of therapy and the relationship between music and the client. In contrast, the NMT approach is scientifically analyzed through a wide variety of therapeutic measures depending on the goal of each individual. For example, when working with a child on the autism spectrum to address speech, the NMT clinician will specifically address identified speech targets on an IEP or utilize a familiar measurement tool utilized by not only music therapists, but speech therapists as well. Other measurement tools utilized may include the Berg balance scale, gate perimeters of cadence, stride length and velocity, clock drawing tests, and many others. The measurements utilized are often industry standards that other professionals utilize in an effort to objectively communicate progress and effectiveness of NMT interventions while on a treatment team. If that all sounded very clinical and scientific, it's because it is, and they're focused more on the quantitative rather than the qualitative data. A final note of contrast between the two approaches is their preparation and delivery method in the therapy itself. Because NMT is based in science, the techniques utilized are specifically designed to address targeted goals developed through the TDM design process, which we discussed a little earlier. The clinician's process or protocol for developing and implementing a session plan is strategic, specific, and focuses on utilizing specific elements of music to facilitate change. Sometimes it is as simple as utilizing a metronome, and other times it includes rich layers of accompaniment and instrumentation. While this approach does leave room for addressing therapy from a holistic viewpoint, the majority of interventions are focused and chosen prior to the session. The delivery method of NMT looks vastly different depending on the client and the techniques being used. Yes, this can look like improvisation for some techniques, 
While others may look like engaging a child in singing specifically chosen songs to address bilabials and others utilizing a standard melodic intonation therapy protocol. So a good way of thinking about NMT is that it is a directive form of therapy. There is a predetermined goal in mind while conducting the therapy session. And although Nordoff and Robbins also occasionally uses this, it is more non-directive and improvisational in nature. So the delivery of therapy is more systemic across their settings. That said, the music by nature is constantly changing and is heavily focused on the needs of the individual in the moment. So because it is improvisational based, the goals may be changing while the session is occurring. And because the therapy is mostly focused on the client's relationship to the music, that goal may be changing because of the way the child is engaging with the music. Like we briefly mentioned earlier, it's about nonverbal communication. So in conclusion, both approaches to therapy are highly effective and depend greatly on the skills of the clinician and the preference of the clinician. Both are an evidence-based practice and prioritize high quality music making. Lastly, both are focused on music as the catalyst for change. To wrap all of this up in a nice little easy to understand bow, the way I like to think about these two different approaches is Nordoff and Robbins music therapy focuses on music as an opportunity for therapeutic progress and change where NMT identifies the therapeutic need first and utilizes music as the avenue for that specific need. I hope that this crash course in these two different approaches in music therapy has piqued your interest and made you want to do more research on your own. I know that I have enjoyed this subject so much and will definitely continue doing my own research. Who knows? Maybe I'll even go through the Nordoff and Robbins training someday. And then I will have even more to talk about. Until next time, this has been Music Therapy and Beyond. Please rate and review wherever you listen. For all the show notes, links, and resources, visit us at www.musictherapyandbeyond.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and email us at musictherapyandbeyond at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.